The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Today, we're talking about, is your health written in the stars? My guests, and we're talking about the Zodiac as a wellness guide. My guests are Stephanie Marengo, MT, MD, and Rebecca Gordon. And I'll tell you about both of them. Their book is called Your Body and the Stars. Again, the subtitle, The Zodiac as Your Wellness Guide. And Stephanie Marengo, MD, is a holistic health physician and educator. And she's the founder of I Am Body. And we have Rebecca Gordon with us as well. And she's the resident horoscope columnist with Harper's Bazaar previously at Epicurious Conaste. So uh, both of them working together uh, are going to answer a lot of our questions about your body and the stars. Welcome, Stephanie, and welcome, Rebecca. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be on here. Okay. I didn't read all of your bios because it would take the whole show. Both of you have done so many things. And I think the interesting thing is your partnership. How did you two find each other (laughs) to write this? I... I first um, saw but did not meet Rebecca at a talk on the evolution of consciousness back in 2012. And Mm. as soon as I saw her, lights went off, and I thought, this is a woman I'm going to work with one day. And I was just very inspired by the entire panel and the talk uh, because I work with the body and how it can relate to different forms of energy. And so I thought, wow, it should be able to relate to the Zodiac. So I wrote an outline for the book and kind of put it away and fast forward six months from then and it turned out that the healing center at Gramercy Park where I had my practice was literally next door to where Rebecca was seeing her clients in her practice. Mm. Oh, that's amazing. Well, that's meant to be, isn't it? <laughs> Our stars align. <laughs> yeah, talk about, talk about the stars aligning. Yeah, that's exactly. Amazing. They really did. <laughs> so, how yeah. did you decide to write this book? Because it's unique in that you look at each of the zodiac signs and talk about how it relates to your health. And before you answer that, my second question is that when someone is looking at their sign, the sun sign, which is the signs we look at here, the zodiac signs, are not the only signs involved, right? There's the moon, there's the rising sign. There are different signs and different aspects to reading a chart. So please talk about that in terms of looking at the sun signs only for this. Okay. Um, well, perhaps Stephanie can answer the first part of that question, and I'll go sure. into the signs as well. Um, did you want to start with that, Stephanie? Yeah, it's 
I love that question because while the subject is unique from today's perspective, it's actually the history of medicine. Uh, at mm. least it was surprisingly, at least to me, when I started writing the book, and I believe Rebecca had already known this, but astrology really isn't the horoscope manufacturing machine that we see it as today. It really laid the foundation of our ancient belief and understanding of life, the universe, and everything. So ranging from Plato to Socrates to Hippocrates, which I never would have thought in medical school, taking the Hippocratic Oath, that Hippocrates as a physician was also astrologer. We find astrology interwoven into the history of medicine and science, Mm -hmm. and in fact, very prominently so in the Middle Ages. So... I, you know, while I'd love to take credit for the idea, neither of us can at all. Um, it's an idea that's been out there for thousands of years. We've just brought it back, this ancient wisdom that is for modern times, with the question, well, the Zodiac has been used as a guide to health and happiness and well-being. How can we repurpose that today? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and I'd like to add to that, um, that... You know, in, I mean, really, the Hippocratic School, the Middle Ages, and they wouldn't necessarily just look at your zodiac sign and say, oh, this person is a Leo or they're an Aries, mm-hmm. give them this. Um, right. And as to your question, Patricia, about the, the rising sign and the moon sign, right. you know, um, back then, an entire natal chart was erected. Um, the, the physician slash astrologer slash astronomer um, who was really a complete holistic physician back then, would have looked at your entire chart and seen like, oh, Mars is on the ascendant at this time. Mars is on the rising, so the patient could be more prone to fever. Or perhaps we should not do bloodletting in the hour of Mars and the day of Mars. Um, you know, And things like that, planetary associations to different medical practices, um, you know, we're all taken into consideration. So it was an incredibly complex science back then in regards to the medical work. Um, and, and as well, the moment in which the patient fell ill was considered. So, yeah, um, I mean, to reiterate, what Stephanie and I did was take a lot of primary sources and really ancient wisdom about the body and the stars and pretty much repurpose it to make it... Mm-hmm. Um, extremely relatable and actionable so that all of us here, you know, in in the year 2016 and hopefully many years beyond can have a really, uh, really applicable guide to health um, based on the holistic model. So, uh, you know, of course, it's not the only model, but we found um, and people have found for thousands of years that it simply works. So let's talk about some of some of the signs, because your book features a specific body part associated with every sign in the zodiac. So I'm just thinking, I mean, there are, there are 12 signs. What do you hear most or where's the biggest interest from people who speak with you? Huh. <laughs> well, I'm here, Stephanie, and I might, well, we might have similar and different things. Um, yeah. You know, for me, some of it is seasonal. Some of it depends on what's going on planetarily. Like, I remember when there was a lot of planets in the sign of Capricorn. Every client was coming into my office. This was like four years ago 
with um, with knee issues and bone issues, and that really spoke to the current alignment. Um, and a lot of times because it is relevant based on Capricorn, sign. Why? Because Capricorn uh, is associated with your bones. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the sign of Capricorn um, has rulership over the knees and the bone structure. Interesting. Exactly. So. When there's a lot of planets in that part of the zodiac, often here on Earth, um, we're we're also feeling that pressure as above, mm-hmm. so below. So so area. so then, Rebecca, you know, I'm a Taurus, but I have a lot of planets in Aries. So I would then want to know about my sun sign, which is very interesting because I was a child prodigy singer. I know Taurus rules the throat. And now I'm using my voice as a broadcaster. Who knew? So, I mean, yes, my tool is my throat, is my voice. There's no question. And I know that's my sun sign. So I want to ask you about that. But also, because I probably have, I don't know, many planets in Aries, and I also have a different rising sign and a different moon, but many planets in Aries, then what I want to know about Aries as well. That's my question, and maybe you can address the Taurus as well. <laughs> it's always fun. Sure. I mean, the, um, the sun sign ultimately is who you are, and your rising sign is the vehicle for which you do your sun sign in, you know? Um, so your, your role here on planet Earth is the Taurus, um, really to, um, to express yourself through the voice, but also mm-hmm. find the balance between the material world, the sensual world, and, and exalt this through the throat. Yes, um, yes. So, and, and Aries rules the head, which is really initiate, initiatory energy, starting things, pioneering. Oh, that's me. Ultimately pioneering um, <laughs> yeah. new forms of expression into yeah. the world, uh, which, which you've clearly done with a radio show, yes, you know? Um, and, but uh, certainly you would look at both in regards to health. And I think... Um, Stephanie can speak to this too, but that the sign that's your rising and your sun sign is is strongest, but it's also more susceptible. And it's really what we need to maintain on a daily basis mm. and do all of the practices that um, fortify your sun sign and your so, rising sign ideally. Right. So, Stephanie, my question for you medically would be then if I'm, you know, the Taurus and it rules the throat, is my throat more susceptible because that's my sign, I also, that's what I'm using. But am I, do I have to be more vigilant, if you will, over that part of my body, is the question. Um, I think it's worth keeping an eye on. Uh, you know, I'm not a medical astrologer. For me, astrology is one way of understanding the greater thoughts and emotions and intuitions that the body connects to. So because my lens is the body, uh, I don't see it as much like, oh, your sun sign is X, Y, Z, you need to keep an eye on it. It's more what part of your body is calling your attention at a given time Mm -hmm. and then the lessons associated with that. Uh, You know, a lot of people, I think, because of where astrology is at right now, they, they feel a greater affinity for their sun sign because that's what they know about. But quite honestly, I think just as many people arrive with lessons arriving or arising from where like the deep teacher planets like Saturn or Pluto live mm-hmm. so that you know there are women with really deep emotions that need to be released and they're not Scorpio sun sign but they might have Pluto in Scorpio for example 
Got it. Uh, yeah, so see. for me, it really starts with the body and then the counterpoint mm-hmm. is the sun sign. But I think in general, sure, it's a good idea. When you know your sun and then the moon and the rising as well, you just, it just gives you that much more to work with. Because it might be a place that is in balance, that isn't harmony for you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, mm-hmm. your sun region. Um, or it might not be. And again, there's no good or bad here. It's not pejorative. It's just more information. All right, we're going to take right. a break. And uh, we're talking to Dr. Stephanie Marengo and Rebecca Gordon. Their book is Your Body in the Stars, which brings together a medically trained holistic physician and a talented astrologer whose horoscopes have appeared in L and Epicurious.com. And they combine their expertise to connect the zodiac and wellness and give us a head-to-toe healing connection to the cosmos. And uh, Dr. Marengo is a holistic health physician and educator, and Rebecca Gordon is the resident horoscope columnist with Harper's Bazaar, uh, formerly or previously at Condé Nast, which is now Epicurious. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to start talking about some of the sun signs and what those means, what, the, what body part they're associated with, and how you can learn from them. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on Voice America, America's Voice. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Museums are great places to work and wonderful places to visit. But are they essential? How can we improve our museum practice so that museums remain vital and essential players in society? Listen for Museum Life with host Carol Bossert, where each week we'll discuss timely and topical issues of concern to the museum community. 
Museum Life can be heard live every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show hi everyone and welcome back we are talking to dr stephanie marengo md and rebecca gordon about their new book your Body and the Stars, and the subtitle is The Zodiac is Your Wellness Guide. Stephanie Marengo, MD, is a holistic health physician and educator. She's the founder of I Am Body. She's a Stanford graduate, and she graduated with honors in research from the Mount Sinai School of Medicine in New York City, where she developed and taught wellness-related curriculum called Living Anatome while still a student. She later trained in psychiatry at the California Pacific Medical Center in San Francisco, and you can log on to embodiment.com, I-M-B-O-D-Y-M-E-N-T.com. Rebecca Gordon, my second guest and co-author of the book, is the resident horoscope columnist with Harper's Bazaar, previously at Epicurious, which was Condé Nast. Rebecca's astrology will help people and will help you optimize your potential and steer them from your storms and give you the stellar guidance to live your wonderful life here on Earth. And you can find out more about Rebecca by going on to My Path Astrology. And she is also the founder and creator of the My Path Astrology School. And she's taught year-round classes in New York City and online since 2006. So welcome, both Stephanie and Rebecca, again. Thank you. All Thank right. you. Rebecca, tell us again about the My Path Astrology. Uh, so it, it really just came about when I, when I wanted to learn astrology um, more professionally other than learning from my mother at home. Um, and in, in 2004, I, I couldn't find a place to learn. So I, I luckily met a mentor. And then later on, I just started the school in 2006 and, and teaching classes. And I just put it up there and, um, you know, that I would start teaching because I simply couldn't find a way to learn myself. So I opened up a school for others who would be in my position. And, and that's really how it began. Um, incredible. And uh, it it's been growing. What you needed. So this is our 10th year anniversary of the school. And it, we run year-round classes uh, pretty much for beginner astrologers, intermediate, and advanced series to workshops, retreats, a whole lot of different programs. And it's all on the website, uh, mypathastrology.com. Okay, wonderful. And Stephanie, yours is embodiment.com, correct? Correct. Right. And do you two give workshops together? Yes, we do. We just did one about two weeks ago, actually, here in New York. And we travel. We've, we're doing a few around the country, too, over the next year. Oh, great. Right. All right. Now, I know the book is divided into 12 chapters, and your body in the stars features a specific body part associated with every sign in the zodiac. So we can't cover every sign. But tell us, um, you know, what sign would you like to cover that will help us maybe now in the season we're in today? 
Well, we are in Leo season right now, so perhaps we'll go into the lessons of the sign of Leo, which rules the heart, uh, the heart chakra, really the ability to shine your magnificent light here. Um, And the theme is shining the light of your heart. Leo rules the heart and the upper back. And the the sign of Leo is about, um, you know, it's between Cancer and Virgo, so it's really between the chest and the abdomen is the heart. Um, and it's truly about, you know, after cancer, after we're sort of nurtured in the cocoon, it's time to express your true light in the world. So this time of year, especially in anybody who's born Leo, their, their greater mission here on earth is to express the truth, express their creativity and shine. And also the challenges are around being heart-centered and shining in a generous way without being too, um, too haughty and without being too, or without being too closed in. So it's finding that balance of, of self-expression. Mm. And I think Stephanie can speak to the more physical, anatomical part too. Physically, in addition to the heart, the sign of Leo rules the upper back. So, again, because the entire zodiac lives within all of us, um, and we are in Leo now, this is a heightened part for all of us, regardless of what the sun sign is, right? Because we all have a heart, we all have an upper back. And I love the way that this part of our body reflects the sign, because in our society so prevalently right now, you see the hunched over the thoracic kyphosis is what it's called, but the hunched over upper back with the hunched over shoulders, and we're Mm. literally hiding our heart center. We're literally retreating it. It's a position of fear, even evolutionarily, right? That forward flexion is how we would protect ourselves by hiding our visceral organs from attack. But now, even though we're not under physical attack, we're under this constant stress, which we respond to in the same way. It's as a stressor. And so a lot of people aren't able to stand with their shoulders back uh, and their, you know, scapula toward the midline and the upper thoracic spine in its natural curve. They're hunched over. Certainly the laptops and all of our working during the day doesn't help, but that's just furthering of, you know, shining our truth. A lot of us are not shining our truth when we're in the cubicle working from Mm -hmm. nine to five Mm -hmm. in that position. So... It's interesting for everyone out there to note what is your posture in this regard and what does it say about you? For example, when do you even cross or fold your arms across your chest to hide your heart center? Conversely, you have people who kind of peacock out their chests with this false facade, and that's something to keep an eye on for the Leo energy because when you shine the light, you create a shadow, right? Our shadows are when light hits, let's say, a part of our body, and then that's what creates our shadow on the sidewalk. We are our own obstructions. And again, it's not good or bad. It's just, okay, what current blocks are we providing in our own way? And it's important for the Leo energy to recognize that because otherwise you go into this false bravado and the people who kind of stand with the, the heart and the chest you know, pushed out uh, almost like the Napoleon Bonaparte stance and complex, which interestingly, he is a Leo, or sorry, he was a Leo. Um, so you have one or the other retre- at each end of the spectrum, either retreating from the power of the heart center and crumpling over or uh, fearful of it in another way and seeming overconfident, but at the same time not, not really accepting 
the dark side of the light. Mm. Interesting. All right, let's pick another sign. What would you like to pick next? Hmm. I mean, I'm Uh, thinking of, well, I'm looking at um, lower back, which is Libra, because that's going to come up in October, because so many people have lower back issues. Yeah, and that's a great, it it works perfectly with the season, because we, you know, we're recording in August now for the folks who aren't, you know, who will be listening to this later on. Um, but the lower back, you know, especially in the fall, when we, when we return to the September-October flurry of fall energies and we're going, going, going and doing, doing, doing so much on behalf of others and we're bending over backwards for Interesting. Others. Huh. And Libra is also known as the sign of balance, you know, but, but I, you know, it, anybody who knows the Libra will say, no, they're not the balanced creatures of the Zodiac. They're learning the lessons of balance. And every sign, you know, that we move through in the Zodiac, like in October, um, we're learning how to rebalance our lives. And all Libras are learning the lessons of balance. So, you know, constantly they're swayed one way or the other way. And um, as Stephanie said, it's that time of year when, you know, we've gone full force into Virgo previously. And it's like, all right, hold the horses now. Now we have to sort of rebalance the scales in our life. And, um, yep, so many of us have been bending over backwards and literally mm-hmm. doing everything for everybody else, and that, that weighs heavy in the low back region. Um, as, you, as you said, Patricia, that's like one of the most common things. I mean, I think most of my clients have at one time complained about low back pain. Most everybody yes. has. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I mean, and this also speaks to the connection between the signs Leo and Libra. Like sometimes when we lose track of our Leo, we lose track of our own light, and we focus on everybody else too much, you know, then the Libra becomes unbalanced. So sometimes we can do Leo work to sort of modify that too. All right. And we're going to have to close in a couple of minutes. So tell, give us your closing thoughts. What would you like to leave our listeners with? Rebecca? The fact that I would say this is really a guide to wellness and empowerment and that so many of the answers to health and wellness are within you. And I would just encourage the listeners, whenever something is going on with your body, to question what else could this mean? And um, sure, if it's like a broken bone, run to the doctor. But, but also, really, this book is a resource for you and an introspective guide to understanding your soul and your being here. Mm-hmm. So I would say that uh, to be empowered more with your own body and to ask the questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Stephanie, your closing thoughts. We have about a minute. Closing thought is to tap into the wisdom of your body with this. Even if you do break a bone, uh, regardless of what's going on physically, we also do have thoughts. We have feelings. We have intuitions. And everything operates as an interconnected whole. So this is one way for you to not only understand how you can take greater responsibility, but actually do so. Because I don't think we've got to mention yet that we include exercises, yoga, Pilates, stretching, strengthening, meditation, mm-hmm. mantra, wonderful. journaling, wonderful. so that you can actually embody the stories of the stars. It doesn't just remain in concept. Yes, yes. And there's so much in this wonderful book. Really suggest that people get this. And how do people find the book? 
The best way is to go straight to Amazon.com or walk into your Barnes & Nobles or BarnesandNobles.com. Likewise, each of our websites, Rebecca's MyPathAstrology.com or my website, Embodiment.com, will take you there as well. All right, and the book is Your Body and the Stars, The Zodiac as Your Wellness Guide by Stephanie Marengo, MD, and Rebecca Gordon. Rebecca and Stephanie, thank you so much for being on the program. Oh, thank, thank you. you so it's our pleasure. Yeah, thank you. All right, stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this segment of the Patricia Raskin Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back for the second half of our program right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.